It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Ever been down to get your mind right and your heart right and your spirit right? Five, four, three, two, one. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight to own it. So we put our hands up like the spirit can't hold us. <laughs> the spirit can't hold us. Honey, if you just move your arms up and down, you'll feel better. Ready? Ready? Go. Five, four, three, two, one. Can we go back? <laughs> Tonight is the night We'll fight till we own it So we put our hands up <laughs> Come on, brother Get your heart right Turn on your heart light Is that really the next part of that song? Uh, Do you guys were always frustrated? Because we lost <laughs> So we use this this Like normally this What's this called? A tripod? And this holds your cell phone. We have two of them. We're not fancy, you know this. We use my cell phone, Dave's cell phone, to do live stream every single morning. So we have we have this. Well, somehow we've accidentally lost the other cell phone holder. And we have approximately 900 tripods, but not enough cell phone holders. So Dave's pissed right now because he tried to, <laughs> he tried to use one tripod shimmied to another, schmooed together to another tripod to create a cell phone holder and it wouldn't hold. That and also looks oddly like a villain in Spider-Man. It absolutely does. Yeah. Or like the creature that attacks them in um, Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah. So um, he's mad because his Incredibles monster did not hold a cell phone and it just feels like the world's falling apart so I'm trying to encourage him to be okay but you know Anytime you're in a bad mood, if you can move your body and dance it out, you'll change your state, you'll change your mood. Rachel June asks, why on Facebook does this, this does, uh, Try again. Why on Facebook does the description say, my friend Dave, isn't he your husband? Yeah, but he's also my best friend. That's also true. He's my best friend first and my husband second. Because um, he's true. my best friend. We that were friends true. before we dated and we just stayed friends. I think that's why our marriage is... You know, just crushing it. We're just buddies. I'm gonna open this door because it's a little chilly for the first time. Oh night. my goodness. Uh, news, news break, weather uh, on the tens here in uh, Austin, Texas. It is literally cold outside for the first time since we've lived in Texas. Wow, Texas, it feels like fall. I know. That's so I was like, wait a second. I think I own a sweater. We might need a sweater. Oh my gosh. Today was picture day for our boys, our mm. little boys. Yeah. Ford chose to wear a red blazer. With a t-shirt. With a t-shirt and jeans. Like he looks super handsome. And if they bring, like Murphy Brown is coming back tonight, I heard. If Miami Vice were to come back tonight, oh, Ford perfect. Hollis could walk on ready. right this second as the like suspect in a case. For picture day, we have always let our children choose their outfits. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Um, and they, for the most part, they try and dress it up. One year for preschool pictures, Sawyer wore a full tuxedo. He chose. It was from <laughs> my sister-in-law's wedding. He wore a full tuxedo. And it remains one of the greatest photos that has ever been taken of our child, ever. Because he was a preschool photo, full tux. And I don't, I, they had to have told He was like good. leaning up against. They like, had, didn't they have him put his 
his hand in his pocket or like no they no, had no they, had, they had like a globe they there had like he looked like he looked like he was sitting at like a it was library like presidential candidate with Sawyer Hollis. It was so good. Noah Zealand at us. Noah's. Yeah, so we just let them wear whatever they want and because we feel like that's funnier. As long as it's not like you have to try. You gotta you gotta put some style into it. If oh, you're yeah. just trying to wear your pajamas, that's no bueno. But if you wanna wear a tux or a shirt or a t shirt or whatever, you do what you do you. You do you. That's what we're saying. You yeah. do you. So they went they're taking school pictures. Did you do Ford's hair before we went out the room? I did. Thank you for that. I sprayed I sprayed it up tall. You know what I was thinking about this morning? There goes Noah. Um, what I with a with an adult with an adult caretaker, not just like wandering <laughs> around the yard by herself. Um, you know what I was thinking about this morning? Do you, if you are in relationship and one of you is, I'm not going to say like a girl and a boy, or whatever, but if one of you is the kind of person who would normally pluck their eyebrows, and you are in relationship with someone who doesn't normally pluck their eyebrows. Do you have to help your partner pluck their eyebrows or do any kind of spa treatments? Do you have to say like, hey, babe, you need a face mask. Honey, you need to exfoliate. I was just wondering. I was plucking this morning and I was thinking how often I got to tell Frida Kahlo over here. Oh, come on. Sometimes. Honey. Sometimes they the come together in unity. Sometimes happens because he's got the glasses. So that blocks. The view, he can't tell. And without his glasses on, he can't see. So I've got to come in, you know, carry this team on my back and be like, hey, you need some help. And I just was wondering. Here's the thing. I am 100% qualified to pluck my own eyebrows. With the way vision works, if I take my glasses off, I have to pluck so close to the mirror that it actually is a danger to me in the mirror. But... Uh, I also, to your point, when I take my glasses off, do not see, see. Uh, my face, Can't let alone see. what's happening between uh, brow one and brow two. I uh, always like that you have bad eyesight from the perspective. I just assume that when we make out oh, between the lines, hello. make out, there are no glasses on. And I just assumed that that makes me look like I've got an Instagram filter at all times. You know, like, it's just, like, a little bit blurry. Like, I just assume your vision of me in those moments is, like, look at this goddess with flawless skin and no cellulite. You're so ridiculous. And you know what's funny? You I, just let me have this vision. You can't totally see. No, I don't you remember, girl. like, I had my contacts in, like, two weeks ago, and I left them in toward the uh, make-out portion of our day, and I was like, I can see you! <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> Turn the lights off! I can see you! So pretty. Oh, Come thanks, on. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So anyway, Good that, times. that's just something I was wondering. It's 8, 12 um, in the morning. Yep. Hello. Welcome. I'm Rachel Hollis. Uh, I'm Dave Hollis. This is my green smoothie. Poison. It is poison for Dave because he's allergic to the ingredients. You want to know, uh, we're not going to get into this, but I'm pretty positive I'm becoming not a psychic. Because a psychic can tell your future. What's it called when someone like... Like you're intuitive or you like know someone's stuff. You have like a feel. You just like know. I'm turning into that. And you know I've had many moments lately. I've told you my moments where I'm like, 
Okay. Yeah. The Lord's given me the vision. I don't know. But <laughs> discernment. I was, see? Discernment. Discernment. I was on a plane. That's it's going to sound so silly. I was on a plane. I'm going to freak people out who have a nut allergy. I apologize. They have peanuts on planes, guys. I one time showed that I had almonds on a plane. I showed it on Instagram stories, and someone sent me the nastiest note about how inconsiderate I was because what if people on the plane have nut allergies? And I, number one, Anytime I've ever been on a plane and someone's had a severe nut allergy, they say, hey guys, we've got someone on the plane, severe nut allergies, don't, you know, don't do anything. But also number two, lots of nuts are on a plane, not just me. Um, that sounds funny because it'll be funny. <laughs> Anyway, I was on my flight to Philly on Tuesday and I have never done this before. I was having a bar and the bar wasn't, I wasn't eating peanut butter, it wasn't peanuts, but there were peanuts in it. And I have never done this and y'all know how much I travel. And all of a sudden I was like... I should just make sure. And I tapped the man on the shoulder sitting next to me. I'm like, I'm so sorry to bother you. There's nuts in my, there's peanuts in my bar. And I just want to make sure. And he was like, I am so like deathly allergic to peanuts. What? Yes. He was like, thank you so much for asking. He's like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, I'm sure it'll be what? okay. It will. I was like, no. Like the entire reason I asked is because I have another bar that doesn't have any peanuts in it. Why don't but you sit next crazy? to the lottery ticket winner? I mean, or just be like, I sense number, here are the lottery numbers. No. Yes. But I, I forgot to tell you that, that I was like, I just feel like I should ask this guy. Wow. And he was like. So anyway, I'm becoming a psychic or a clairvoyant or I, the gift of sight. My Oki people would say like the Lord gave her the gift of sight. I look like a, I look like I'm going to tell your fortune today. I'm ready. What is this that you're wearing? This is my pajamas and a kimono, but I did put a bra on because I'm not scandalous. Oh, yeah. Hello. Anyway. Oh, something's happening with math. You don't want to know something about where we live. You've never gotten so, I'm, and I'm not complaining. This is amazing. But you've never gotten so many emails, text messages, calls from teachers in your life. Yeah. In LA, they don't, they don't know your kids. You show name. up the first day, you come back on the last day with a bouquet of flowers that and say thanks. Exactly That's right. It. Here's your Starbucks gift card. Thank you for teaching our child. Here in Texas, here in Austin, they don't mess around. Every 15 minutes. Oh, it's yeah. like, hey, just so you know, we just finished reading page 12. Yeah. I hope you're having a good day. Like, yeah, what? just so you know, Sawyer was scratching his left elbow. Might want to just check and see it's if that's ashy and needs a little cream tonight. Not really. But they it's are amazing. very, very communicative up in this hood. And they text, which they is do. nuts. Last night, um, Ford's teacher called me from school. Because he was struggling with something. He cried yesterday. He was emotional because he didn't get his spot in line. Which, by the way, when I asked him about crying, he was like, I am just a sensitive person. And I was like, calm down. I know you learned dramatics from someone, but I'm just going to need you to calm down, brother. So anyway, she called to tell me that he had cried at school, which, you know, you know, again, where we come from, your kid crying at school, that's just called Tuesday. But she wanted <laughs> to let me know he was, he was crying at school and she just wanted to make sure he was okay. And um, I, she called me from school and couldn't get a hold of me. And so I, I called her, I sent an email, called her, hey, I know that you've already left for the day. We can talk tomorrow. We can talk an email, whatever you prefer. And then she called me like 15 minutes later. She's like, oh, this is my cell. Feel free to call me if you need anything. So I amazing. I just want to talk through. I was like, you are the nicest person in the world. And also probably my son is taking advantage of you because you're nice. And he knows that he can manipulate you with tears. So he's just going to keep crying. <laughs> so when I told him, when I asked him why I was so emotional, he said, um, I just want at least one family member around me 
at all times. And I was like, well, yeah, who doesn't, buddy? But we, your brothers are in different grades and mommy and daddy have to go to work because they got to, you know, pay for this house and get those clothes on your back and take you on summer vacation. So we can't be together all the time. You know, carry me in your heart or something. Gosh. Here's a locket. No, I didn't say any of that. I was like, here's a hug. Calm it down. It's a weird thing because each of our kids at one point in their elementary school journey had a a hard season and almost like being pregnant, almost like... Oh, this is funny. Everyone's like, dude, you're Rachel Hollis. If I had had your kid in my class, (laughs) I'd want your cell phone number two. That's a good point. That's funny. Um, But like you forget, I forgot about... You know, Jackson going through what Jackson went through when he was a certain age and Sawyer going through what he went through at a certain age. And Sawyer came home yesterday and was the recipient of, like, the green card, which is the, like, hey, you got recognized as being this awesome human, which, like, high five. Yes. But there was a point just three years ago where he was the kid that we were getting the phone call about about because he was also a really emotional, wars emotions on his sleeve kind of kid. And And his emotions were anger. So with Ford, I mean, with Sawyer, I swear the preschool called us every day. And I've talked about this on social before. It's also, let's just say this for those of you who have younger children or have a kiddo right now that you're struggling with, you're going through a hard season with them. This too shall pass. This season will pass. I know, um, obviously there's all kinds of different kids and all kinds of different behaviors and, and the reasons they show up the way they do. I understand everybody's different, but if you are, if you're in a season with your kid, you're like, where did this come from? I was not like, this isn't how, you know, or if you have more than one kid, you're like, dang it. I feel like we just got Johnny on the right track. And now Susie's having a problem. That's just parenting. That's yeah. life. I, it kind of stinks because I feel like the second you feel like you're crushing it, your other kid's like, actually, I'm going to need speech therapy. Actually, I'm going to have night terrors. Yeah. I, like all of these things are things that we've dealt with. So it just don't um, – this isn't <coughs> – this isn't like your kid is probably going through something right now. Work with them. Be present. But don't be hard on yourself. Because I think for I was me, super hard on myself last night because yeah. I was like, what am I doing wrong as yeah, a dad totally. that he's showing up yeah, as a kid who's and, upset yeah. in the morning? Totally. And I mean, we did get him up earlier than ever today. Yeah. And I had the most like affirming drive to school. Yeah. I think I've ever had like, well, and we you are good. Brothers. You yeah. are amazing. You he are going to have a good scene. Like, like, I mean, good. I had both, both hands on his shoulders. Like, you are the, you're the, you're the best man. And I told both of his big brothers like, Hey, he's really struggling with this. So we need you to like speak positivity into him and encourage him. But also yesterday when Sawyer was like, mom, look, whatever. And I was like, Ford, see, like Sawyer used to struggle. I mean, Sawyer, Sawyer struggled a hundred times harder than any of our other kids. And he is the most awesome, like killing it at school. So polite, friends with everybody, excellent grades, excellent, like testing through the roof. Not that those things are the, the judge of a child, but he's doing so great. And I promise you that, oh gosh, six years ago, we were crying ourselves to sleep. Like, we do not know how to help yeah. this child. We are gonna, and really for him, I'm repeating what I've said before, but for Sawyer, and I think for Ford, it would be the same thing. 
It's positive affirmation when they're doing something great instead of letting yourself get to the place where you're like screaming or ticked off or angry or whatever when they're doing something not great. And it's one-on-one time. Like our kids, because we have four kids, need one-on-one time with each of us. And the hard thing is when your kid is misbehaving, the last thing you tend to want to do is like a special something for them. And it even didn't... It didn't like go perfectly because we do one-on-one time and it'd be great. And then he'd throw fits because he wasn't getting more one-on-one. And you're like, what in the world? So it's a process. I just want to encourage if you have, if you have kiddos that are struggling right now, it'll be okay. You're doing a great job. Just keep trying. The one thing too, especially for our first grader is, what do you call it? Front loading, preloading? Front loading is key. Yeah. Like really, really preparing him for... What is going to happen the next day? What is going to happen that morning? Like getting the the lunch schedule, as bizarre as that sounds, was an important thing Mm -hmm. so that he could prepare himself emotionally, as odd as that sounds, for what he was going to eat at lunchtime. I didn't get it because they're giving it to me today. So I did not front load him for what was going to happen at lunch today. But um, it's a thing that we've requested just so that like... The more that there isn't surprise, the more that he can handle <coughs> and prepare himself yeah. for whatever's going to show up. Yeah. Um, front the yeah, front loading is the thing, and that's Dave's sister is has her master's in early childhood education, and she's been a teacher forever and ever. And that's something that we got from her was prepare them as much as you can in advance. The other thing that I love is actually something Brennan Burchard talks about. I got it from. High Performance Habits, I'm pointing to it because it's right there on my shelf. It's one of my favorite books. But he always talks about, he sets a trigger for himself. He sets all kinds of triggers for himself. Like, every time I do this, I'm going to ask myself this question. Or every time I walk through the door of my house, I'm going to take a moment and have and have gratitude. What does that sound Sounds like an animal of some kind is outside of our window. Could be. Okay, so here's the thing for front-loading kids. One of my favorite things that Brendan teaches is that every single morning when he gets in the shower, he, like, as soon as the water hits him, he asks himself, what can I be excited about today? And I think this is a great cue to give your children on the drive to school, on the walk to school when you're getting them dressed or they're brushing their teeth or whatever it is, have them ask the question, hey guys, what are you excited about today? Because it sets their mood to be looking forward to something instead of dreading or anxious. How is your phone almost dead? I didn't plug it in last night. Oh, wow. Let's just add that to the list of things. It's okay. Do we need to dance again? Can we go back? Didn't dance earlier. Still not dancing. But if you did, you would feel better. Thank you. What do you have to be excited about today, honey? Getting to bed tonight. Come on. (laughs) Come on. We did go to sleep at approximately 8.45. 8.42. 8.45, we went to bed. Um... What do I have to be excited about today? Uh, today we're doing four podcasts. There's a lot of so podcasts. So I'm excited about that. Uh, we're rounding the bend on hiring humans. Yeah. And that, we are building a team. It's a lot <clears> of Which people. is fantastic. There are three We've new hires starting one, on two, Monday and another new three, hire starting four. a week from Monday. We've hired and four. And I am, we yes. We still have four. And then... Uh, I'm looking forward to taking you out on a date night tonight. Yeah, except that tonight's Sawyer's baseball game. Yep, and that's what we're doing for date night. Man. (laughs) 
We've got to figure out a different... I mean, they really put their baseball games on our date night is a bummer. So we're going to have to reconfigure date night. I know. There's a part of me that reminds me of our Monday date at a movie and makes me think that somehow we've already stamped the passport this week. That was not a date. That was recovery from Rise Together. We didn't get full weekend, and so we took off in the afternoon. We went to see a movie so that we could laugh. Because we were emotionally devastated. <laughs> that was not a date. Speaking of Rise Together, by the way, the podcast, Rise Together, uh, you may be familiar with it. It's uh, there near the top of the charts on the old iTunes. The latest episode is the opening keynote that Rachel delivered at the Rise Together conference on Saturday Correct. of this last week. So if you're interested in hearing Rachel's conversation, and the primer for the conference was... You've got to come into the relationship whole. You've got to work on yourself. Personal development mm-hmm. for you as individuals in a relationship is critical if you want to actually take your relationship to the next level. This week, it's Rachel giving this conversation. Yep. And next week, it will be the conversation that I gave immediately following this, yep. which was my reluctant entry reluctant into at the starting line. Engines, engines pumping, pumping and thumping with time. time. Wow. All right. The green Look it light up. Flashes, flashes the, the clouds go up. Learning, learning. They anyway. yearn for the cups and something. Remove it. I'll move to this. Oh, this is the song you needed. This is the song the I needed. That's yes. what you needed. But oh. next week's Rise Together podcast will be uh, the version of my personal development conversation Just to, to this audience. Listen good. to them both. But if you need something that will lift you up, that will challenge you to reach for personal growth yourself and how yeah, personal even if growth. You're not in a, I was going to say, even if you're not in a tattoo, and that makes zero sense. Even if you're not in a relationship, today's episode of the Rise Together podcast is about um, personal growth. Yep. So, so um, you should totally go listen to it and be sure that you subscribe so that you get a notification every single time we post, which is every Thursday. Yep. And if you are liking the episode, we would love it and super appreciate it if you would do a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories with a swipe up or in your Instagram feed and tag us so that we can see what you're up to and comment and tell you that you're awesome. And we also like to take the things that you're posting and then now Instagram stories has this thing where you can put other people's stories into your stories. So, um, yeah. Oh, someone said they listened this morning. They already cried. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. I mean, we don't want to make you sad, but someone asked, when did we start doing date nights, which is a great kickoff for the last five minutes of every single episode of our live streams. We do Q and a hello. If this is your first time joining us, come back tomorrow. We're here every weekday at 8 a.m. Central, um, and we talk about just any old thing that occurs to us. Uh, how, oh, you can't make a swipe up unless you have 10,000 followers. That's a good point. Sorry. If you can't do a swipe up, then just, you know, say a prayer on our behalf. <laughs> come on, that's swipe funny. Up. Anyway, um, so I'm going to ask the question. Uh, what was their question? They asked, when did you start doing date nights or like what prompted that? Um, we've done that for like forever. As long as we've been together, we just felt like we needed to keep dating and we're really intentional about it. So we will probably do a early date and then go watch a 10 year old play baseball 
that's what we're going to do for date night. Um, Somebody started a Girl Wash Facebook club at their church. What do you think the first meeting, which is tonight, should focus on to kick things off? So we did a book club here on live stream, and we went chapter by chapter. So I feel like, for me, depending on how much time you have, you could do the different lives that are in each chapter and kind of unpack them together. And if it's in a church setting, I would say, like, how does this apply to the way, you know, God would want us to live our lives? Um, you can do a book club that's not faith-based, but if it is faith-based, I'd just sort of dig deeper into what does this mean for you in your life. Um, what are other... Um, who do you get to watch your kids for date night? So we have a nanny. We talked about this a lot. Uh, we could not do this work. We could not. We both work full time and we both work full time for as long as we've had children. So we've had a nanny since our oldest was three months old. Um, it started with someone who just came a few hours one day a week and then it was two days a week and then and finally it was full time and it's not something that you need if your kids are older but since we have a 19 month old um, we really want her you know here at the house so we have a nanny who helps with Noah during the day while the boys are at school and then helps us I mean frankly she helps us live our lives but she'll like shuttle help us, yeah she you. like goes and picks them up and um, she'll drop like she'll drop so we're off at a baseball practice and then we pick him up so it's like a third parent we're so grateful for her in our lives because she makes all of this possible Teamwork but we also work. say we're really big advocates of asking for help and even if you don't have the money for childcare, a babysitter or college sitter or a you know high school student in your area who can watch kids while you go on a date night trade with another mom trade with another parent like Tell your friend, hey, hey, our date night's Tuesday, yours is Thursday. Let us watch your kids on Tuesday. You watch our kids on Thursday. Everybody wins. You don't have to pay for childcare. Everybody wins. Yep. So that's an idea. Um, what? Uh, trying to get Hubby on board for last 90 day challenge. What does Dave suggest he does to get him on board? Um, that's hard. You can't really, you can't motivate someone else to change. You can't. Yeah. You can change yourself. And then, and then someone is inspired by you changing, but you can't motivate someone else to change. Tell him to let him drive my Bronco if he joins. Yes. There it is. Yep. Um, any tips on finding a nanny? Uh, go Care.com, talk yeah. to other moms. When I first found our nanny, I went on a message board for moms in my community and I said, hey, I need a nanny a few hours a week. Does anyone have a nanny that they love that they are not using full time? And that's how I found our first nanny. Um, and I liked it because it was a referral from another mom. Um, we also have used services many times. That's kind of expensive, but it's a way to narrow down and only get resumes from people who are like the best. At first it was like, if you're in a mops group, ask the other moms. Yeah. If you're in a church group, ask the other moms if, or dads. If if you're, you know, like that, mm -hmm. that uh, <clears throat> referrals from humans that you know and trust, you know, is a nice way to uh, You to keep start. answering questions. I'm going to look for a part of Girl Stop Apologizing. All right. Read. I like that. Girl Stop Apologizing uh, reading coming shortly. Any other questions while we're waiting for Rachel to pull it up? Uh, put the kids to bed early and have a date night at home. That's a great option. Totally. 100%. Uh, Did I already read the thing about if you want to change someone else, change yourself? Did I already read this part? Um, I don't know that you have. I don't remember. Do you guys tell us, did I already read the part about if you want to change someone else, you need to change yourself? Journals are coming. They come out in October. 
and the way that you get the first link for them is that you need to be signed up for our email. I think they come out in a Sunday email, October 7th. 7th sounds right. Yep. Um, Let's see. Anyone? No. Okay, they're saying no. So this is what I'm going to read because it was it's what I thought of in answer to my friend's question about how do you get your husband to do the thing. Okay. Here we go. Um, A reading from page 138 of Girl Stop Apologizing. And so, so with Girl Stop Apologizing, which is my next book, it comes out in March. It's split into three sections, and the the intention behind this book is that it is a guide for how to achieve a goal. The tagline is actually a shame-free guide to embracing and achieving your goals. Because so many women I know want to pursue something for themselves, maybe they want to get in shape or they want to run a marathon or they want to build a business or have a side hustle or something, but they have guilt about doing that thing while also being a mom and um, taking time away from the family. So in each section, so it's it's um, excuses to let go of, behaviors to adopt, and skills to acquire. That's how the book is broken up. So this is behavior. Behavior number six, and the behavior is stop allowing them to talk you out of it. Stop allowing them to talk you out of it. This comes from that thing where you know people are always asking, like, how do you deal with people who aren't supportive of you? This is the answer. So this is from Girl Stop Apologizing. Um, Have you ever experienced a situation where you were motivated and inspired and ready to push forward towards your goal? Maybe you were devoted to your weight loss journey and were making great strides. Maybe you decided to go back to school. Maybe you were training for that half marathon. Whatever it was, you were on it. And then, then someone else got in your way. This can manifest in a lot of ways for hundreds of reasons, but often it looks something like this. You're doing great on your diet, but then you go to a family gathering and someone in your family, or maybe several someones, gives you grief about the diet. But it's a special occasion, but it's Christmas, but we always have margaritas. What, you're just not gonna drink now? And the thing is, staying on your diet during a family party or a holiday is really, really tough. So when they give you a hard time at best or tease you mercilessly at worst, you allow the emotions they evoke in you to talk you into breaking a promise to yourself. Or maybe you're training for your first race or you've decided to go back to school to get your master's degree. And at, the, and at first, people in your life are supportive. Going back to school is a good thing. Working out and getting in shape are great. Everyone around you agrees. But then you start to schedule time in your calendar to work on these things. And as the race ramps up, you've got to spend more and more hours training. Or maybe it's studying or writing a report for class. The free time you used to have is now devoted to your goal. And the people in your life feel left out or left behind or more typically inconvenienced. These choices you're making for yourself feel more and more selfish. And someone in your life speaks into that. You know, it's really hard to handle the kids all by myself on Thursdays while you're at class. Or, we used to always hang out and I feel like I never see you anymore. You were already feeling guilty about your choices and it's getting harder by the day. So you bow to whatever would make everyone else happy. God forbid they might be upset with you. It's so much better to give up on your thing, your goal, because if anyone else is inconvenienced, then your goal must be wrong. 
Can we talk about that for a quick second? Can we talk about someone else being inconvenienced by you pursuing your best self? I want to bring it up because it's a question I get a lot. How can I get my mom to be supportive? How do I convince my husband to watch the kids so I can work out? How can I get my boyfriend to eat healthy with me so it's easier for me to stay on track? How can I get my dad to support my decision to change majors? The best advice I know of in this situation is if you want to change someone else, change yourself. People change because they're inspired by someone else's example, not because they were coerced into doing it. People change because they see in someone else what's probable, not because someone harasses them over and over about what's possible. You will never change someone else unless you find the courage and the will and the resolve to change yourself. And you will never do any of those things if you aren't willing to let people be inconvenienced by your journey. Ooh. That's That's, that's good. That. that is good. That is from Girl. Stop apologizing. Hello. You can pre-order it now if you want. It comes out in March, and I narrate all of my books. So any of my books, Girl, Wash Your Face, um, Party Girl, like all of my books, I'm the narrator. So if you um, are listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to, but I'm not a reader, go grab that on Audible. In fact, it's worth saying. Oh, man, this is crazy. Girl, wash your face. Thank you, Lord. Like, this is such an incredible problem to have. But Girl, Wash Your Face has sold so many copies that it's out of stock in some places. What a crazy universe we are so, living in. So, like, if you want Amazon right now, Girl, Wash Your Face is only available, like, used copies until they get their new shipment. So, go there's to some Target. some new ones, but, like, Go there's... to Target. Go to Walmart. Go to uh, Amazon stores. In stores, they have it. Go to the... Like, go to your local bookstore, which is so fun. Go have a moment at, at Barnes & Noble. Go have that. You'll be able to get the book there. You just... Um, Amazon doesn't have it Or right listen now. to Audible. Or go grab it on Audible. Yeah. Or ebook. Yeah. Um, but yes, that that's, yeah, yep. Uh, all right, let's finish with this, because I have to say, uh, as much as I want you to first listen to the Rise Together podcast, because Rachel Hollis brings fire and fury to your ears. Uh, separately, if you are interested in hearing a little bit about our last 90 days challenge, the yes. Rise podcast from this week was Rachel sharing, sharing an old video that showed up as a part of the last 90 days from last year. So um, listen to that. But also, Rachel was on Ed Milet's podcast yesterday yeah. in what is one of the best interviews I've ever listened to in my entire life. So if you do not know who Ed Milet is, you're missing out. He's yeah, amazing. So but check that out. At the end of last week, Rachel was on School of Great Greatness with Lewis Howes. Another extraordinary interview. I encourage you, if you need to be lifted up or encouraged, that you also listen to that. And we'll promote it later on this week because that's a lot of things. But she was on Stevie and Cezanne's podcast mm -hmm. also yesterday, yeah. The Good Life. So there are a lot of ways, if you're interested in hearing hear more from and this human. I worked real hard to not give the same interview three times. I don't even know how that's I did possible. All the same, I did all these interviews within 24 hours of each other, but we talked about different things. I don't know how that's possible. It's true. I know it's true because yeah. I've heard them all and they're yeah. all really, really great. But yeah. if, you, if you're jonesing, if you want to save them up, if you're like, hey, this weekend I've got a road trip and I just want to go wall to wall Rachel Hollis, we need to talk about some other things. Yeah. But uh, there's now a chance for you to hear a bunch of really, really great podcasts that um, I think are just pouring, pouring into people. So uh, take a listen. Um, yeah. 
There you go. That's what we got. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. So Friday. that feels very exciting. Lost track of days. Who even knows? Tomorrow's Friday. Who even knows with our life? Wow. But tomorrow's Friday. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be back every single weekday morning at 8 a.m. Central. And I would just love it if you enjoy hanging out with us in the morning. We'd super appreciate if you tag your friends or share the episodes. You know, this live stream will be on Facebook within five minutes. It'll be there and you can share it with your friends um, just to get the get the word out. Get the word get out. Get the word out. All right. All right Have guys, a great Day. Have a great Thursday. Thursday. Come on. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>